0: This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Amazon, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, check us out. And we're also on Instagram at That Guy Jig. But we're talking NBA. It's time to get serious. Let's get serious. It's time for the contenders to start contending. It's time to put the pretenders away. It's time to put them away without dinner. It's time to put them to sleep without dinner. Send them to the room. Send them to the room. We're not talking about anybody in the lottery anymore. You had a good run. You had a good season. We talked about you long enough. Now it's time to start talking contenders, folks. Everybody's talking referees. Referees are costing bad teams games. I do not care. I do not care. As long as this does not affect playoff games, folks. Because I'm talking about contenders. We're getting serious, right? We're time to get serious. I don't care about the refs screwing up a game for the Pistons versus the Knicks. Honestly, the Pistons shouldn't have won that game anyways. I'm glad Vegas made the call. I'm glad Vegas called down. Hey, end it. Finish this. Nobody wants to see that hogwash. But what we do want to see, we want to see these playoffs. We want to see these races. Huh? We got the East raced. We got the West. Raced. The West is crazy. The West is absolutely bonkers. The play-in game, the play-in teams, Sacramento, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Golden State is absolutely bonkers. They're all on a one-game losing streak right now. They're all losing. They're all not playing great basketball, but they're turning it around. See, I told you earlier in the, earlier in the season, I said, you know, these good teams will confuse you because they'll. It, it may seem like they're bad, but they're. It's because they're old. It's because these teams are old. The older teams take a little bit longer to get going. Okay, it's not that they're. It's not really that they're old. Is that they got to save that? They got to save that energy for that push. Like I say, the the NBA is not a sprint it's a marathon and sometimes it's the horse in the back of the race that starts to come up catch some momentum towards the end start to get hot late starts to, and then they make a run golden state la sacramento dallas these are no team you want to play in the first round of the playoffs that's why all these teams in the West are fighting so hard to stay out of the play-in and to really make sure that they're safe, because you don't want to play a LeBron James first round. You don't want to play Steph Curry, Clay Thompson first round. And I know Clay Thompson is not playing well, but that's but that's a that's not a bomb you want to play with. You don't want to sit. You, it's like it's like uh, it's like digging in in in, in, in an abandoned battlefield. You don't want to dig around and find a landmine because it's only a matter of time before he blows up. And that's what you're playing with when you're playing with the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors have a very, very solid core. If you look at their youth, I'm talking about their young youth, is a great core. Brandon, Kaminga, um, Jackson Trace, those three guys, those three guys in particular, those guys can get it going for you offensively and defensively I like what they're doing I truly do Dallas you don't want to play Luca and Kyrie you don't want to see that you don't want to see that those two isolation game with the with the shooters they have it's, it's 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 scary the Lakers I'm not we don't want to talk about LeBron we don't want to talk about ad we know what those two can do we know what those two can do so and the Kings once again they have something to prove. That's a team right there that I, I, I look to see have a big offseason. They're going to have to add some pieces this offseason if they really want to start making some noise in the West. Because as good as, good as they are, as good as they as, as De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis are, they're not going to be able to compete in the West with the others they have. Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, and and Keegan Murray are not going to get it done. There's a reason why Harrison Barnes was out in Golden State. There's, there's a reason. There's a reason. He, I mean, no offense to the guy. He's just not going to get it done for you. you you're going to have to get somebody else. But when I look at the NBA and how it's going, I love it. I love it. I love how out east the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing their thing. Donovan Mitchell has already let it be known pretty much he's leaving, but before he leaves, he's going he's going to give you a masterclass. He's going to give you a masterpiece. I like what they have in Evan Mobley and, and Jared Allen, though I'm not a fan of them playing together. I I I understand it because they those two can make it work. Not not every post big man can make it, that combination can make it work, but this one definitely has made it work. So I like what it does. I like Darius Garland. I like the cut of his jib. Max Struess was brought in for the reason that what he is doing is shooting. Gabe Vincent, take notes. Gabe Vincent, take notes. I know he's injured, but what do I say? Availability is the best ability because... You got to be available, bud. I brought you to L.A. for nothing other than to shoot, and you have not been shooting. But back to Max Struess, who is shooting. Max Struess is shooting the lights out. Max Struess is having a good season. Max Struess is also earning the paycheck in which the Cleveland Cavaliers gave him this offseason. What a pickup. If they are able to persuade Don Mitchell to stay, that's cool. And don't forget, hey, and Karis, don't think I forgot about you, my guy. Karis LeVert coming off the bench is a great sixth man, very underrated. Isaac O'Cour, I'm telling you, this Cleveland Cavaliers team, losing to the New York Knicks last year in the playoffs first round, opened those eyes. That right there happening to them might have been, sometimes failure is bigger than success. Sometimes we need to fail before we succeed. And the Cleveland Cavaliers failed horribly last year. They were not supposed to lose to that New York Knicks team. But they did. But they did. So this year, I see them coming in a little more focused. A little more detail-oriented. Because that's what that's what's going to get it done for them. That's what's going to get it done for them. If they can come in a little more defensive-oriented, if they come in and if, if Donovan Mitchell doesn't come in and try to beat you by himself, which he hasn't tried to do too much. And this win streak that they're on, they're doing great, 7-3 and three in their last 10. But this win streak that they're on, it's is, is in particular to Donovan Mitchell's play. Everybody's getting touches. They're moving the ball around. It's a great thing to see. Milwaukee, this is another team. They're starting to figure it out. Like I said earlier in the season, this is a healthy scratch for me. Anything that they do, anything that they do, is 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 to me will be is 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 a true success, just because it's the first year of Giannis and Dame. You got a brand new coach midway through the season, so for me personally, I think this is a great great first year. You know you're gonna go to the playoffs. You're gonna get some experience. You're gonna see what you need. Doc's gonna give you some ideas of what you could use. Because make no bones about it. You are going to need to do something. The depth that they have is not, it's not there. It's not there. There's nobody to me outside of Dame and Giannis that you can look at and say, you know what? He might, he might, he might give you a bucket. He might go for 20 tonight. You know? Like I always say, Brooke Lopez is a seven footer that doesn't like doesn't like to rebound. Bobby Portis has the, you know, though those eyes scare me, his jump shot doesn't. You know, if Bobby Portis was shooting at Tupac, we might still have Tupac. Just saying. So they don't scare me. Chris Middleton, he's a shell of him old self. Injuries got him. Injuries got him. But he is a good fourth option. <laughs> He is good to have on the roster, but he can't be looked at as that third option no longer. There's just no way. There's just no way. If Chris Middleton's your third option, we have problems. We have big problems because he's not a third option in today's NBA. So the Milwaukee Bucks, I feel like what they can do is that is that is that they can send somebody to, you know, to Cancun who doesn't want to go to Cancun first round. Other than that, uh, uh, a second round and exit for me is is a successful season for the Bucs this year. Because it's for me, it's mainly about building into the future. And that's what the Bucs are currently trying to do. Now, the New York Knicks have kind of went downwards. Four and six over the last ten. A lot of injuries over there in New York. A lot of injuries. Lots of injuries. They got to get healthy. They got to get Julius back. They got to get Mitchell. OG's out. Uh, uh, Brunson. You know, he's taking a beating. The thing about Jalen Brunson is, man, the way he plays, it's a very it's a very physically demanding style of play. So when I look at Jalen Brunson, it's hard for me to to not wince when he goes to the, when, when, when like when he drives to the bucket. It's hard for me not to, you know, grimace a little bit when I see him picking himself up off the floor five, six times per game. But I understand that's gonna happen with the way he plays, but they have to get healthy. Make no bones about it. If they wanna be great, they have to got to get healthy. Because the East right now, for me, like I've like I've said this whole season, is up for grabs. There's no team in the East that I look at and I just say, those guys are going to be, they're gonna be in the finals. There's nobody in the East. Not the Celtics, not not the Bucks, not the 76ers, not, you know, no one. Not the Pacers, no one. Not the Heat. No one puts that fear into me. No one moves me. Out West, you can look at some teams out West and say, you know what, if this team matches up over here and they don't have to go through this, they might actually do it. And by the Phoenix, the Clippers, Denver, these are teams where I'm talking about. When you look at, you're like, okay, these guys really might do it. You know, they could do it. These are teams that I'm I'm confident. I'm confident in these guys doing it. But as as far as in the East, I, there's just nobody for me that moves me. The way the Nuggets have been playing recently, three game win streak. It kind of feels like they're done playing and they're getting serious. The way the the way the the way the Lakers six and four, I mean seven and three in their last ten. The way they but it kind of seems like they're getting serious. OKC, they're they've been serious. They're on a five game win streak right now, folks. And you know I know they've had a light a light schedule. I believe they said they had the fourth easiest schedule pre All Star break. So I mean, you got to play who's in front of you, right? They don't make the schedule. So they got to play who's in front of them, and they just beat who's in front of them. So OKC is one of those teams that if they – I tell people all the time, OKC's playoff run this year, because I have them winning a championship next year. I have them them doing some good things, and then this offseason being big for them with all those draft picks and bringing in some people. But when I look at them this year, they could be successful and have a deep run depending on who they match up with. If they match up with the Lakers, I feel bad for them because I, I, think, I think the Lakers will take that series. I think LeBron James and Anthony Davis for that long is just going to be too much. It's going to be too much and too hard to handle, especially for a team that, 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 that lacks size. And, the, and the, the size they have, they don't have depth for that size. So when you look at that team, it's tough. It's tough. That's going to be a tough matchup. The Minnesota Timberwolves. That's a tough matchup for the Thunder because they have size. Now the Thunder are. They're good if you have. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do the thing because they got Shea. Shea is the MVP right now in my book. He is the MVP. I don't I don't know if they give it to Jokic again, even though he could easily give it to him. But for right now, for me, it's Shea. Shea is my MVP, and when you have an MVP, you're always in the game. For the Thunder is going to come down to which guy, which guy can be the most consistent? You know, is it going to be Chet? Is it going to be Jay Will? Who is going to be the most consistent for you? Who is going to consistently get you a bucket outside of the names that I've been naming? That's what you got to ask yourself. Because at this point, at this point in time, you have Shea and from time to time you'll have a you have a J will or you will have a Chet but you need that consistency you need that consistency in the um in the playoffs in the playoffs that's for sure where you're going to need it so that's what I that's what I have for the that's what I have for the for the playoffs for the contenders you know I think I think Denver's I think Denver separated themselves I think the Clippers have separated themselves I think Boston is still, you know, they're going to be good as long as those three-pointers are falling. Like I always say, man, as long as those three-pointers keep falling, they'll be all right. But I'm telling you that pond will dry up. The way they play is not is it's not it's not conducive for success. They are not Golden State. They have no one like that that of Golden State. They need to they need to figure it out, but they will one day. They will one day. Shout out to Steve Kerr. He got a two-year deal, making him the highest-paid coach in NBA history. Shout out to Kerr. Shout out to Kerr. The Warriors are, were said to make a run for LeBron James for the, at the trade deadline. Listen, folks, that is something I wish that would have happened. Because like I've always said, the one stain on LeBron James's career was going to L.A. and putting on that damn purple and gold. But hey, everybody makes a mistake, I guess. But it, it, you know it, that's a that's a combination that I would just love to see honestly. Steph Curry and LeBron James, I think that would be a fun team to watch. I think I think LeBron would get so many assists he would start he would start climbing that uh he would start climbing that uh, uh assist leaderboard a little bit quicker. But at any rate, this is that guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him J I G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. This is the NBA. The NFL is out. But the NBA is is what's in full swing. The NBA is what's hot right now. And let me tell you something. It's about to get a scorcher. It's going to be a scorcher. But once again, thanks for listening. Peace.